Good morning and welcome to Food Talk on Coast Community Radio. I'm Marianne Myers and I am with you and um, joined by my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning. Good morning, Marianne. I got my apron on. Do you? Because we can't yeah, prove anything apron. Yeah, it's the same apron I wore last time and I haven't washed it. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, uh, those are not grounds for bragging rights. Seriously, no. Just, just so you know a little bit about my mental condition. <laughs> oh my gosh, we need do we need to start having like Zoom uh, tea parties or something? Gosh, yeah, yeah. Or, or like you know wellness checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and nothing nothing good would be found out about us if that were to no. happen. No, holy no. cow! You know, um, apropos of nothing cooking, um, uh, sometime back uh, when we were all on the we being like the the whole area was on a very intensive emergency preparedness. Uh, kick not that we aren't always but uh the county or somebody put out these laminated um signs that you put in your window and one side is red and says help and the other side is green and says okay and i think we should put our help signs in the window now (laughs) i'm just gonna get an indelible marker in my red apron and i'll just solve that problem (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh any confusion about who needs help? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. my gosh. I well, know. Um, I think we are coming up pretty close to exactly a year when you and I, at exactly the same moment, discovered watermelon with fennel seed, salt, and lime. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Yes. And so um, I am incapable of coming up with anything new. And so I would like to talk about this year old thing. No, <laughs> please, because this is timeless. I mean, there, yeah. it's hard to think of anything better to do with watermelon yeah marianne and i were catering an event and and they asked us to make this thing we'd never heard of and it is so simple it's just fresh watermelon you squeeze a little lime over it so far i know you know exactly what i'm doing and then you sprinkle it with fennel salt and you can order fennel salt uh through the mail and um uh not make your house payment or you can make it yourself and what you do is you get some fennel seed and you put it in a skillet and you toast it a little and um, some of the seeds will pop a little but you're not burning it you're just toasting it and and if you think this is unnecessary when you're done toasting it just crunch on one of those fennel seeds that you've toasted and then crunch on one that you haven't and you it's a world of difference not just in the flavor but the texture because the fennel seed that you toast gets all crunchy and then the one that you are biting into it, it's like wet wood it's just it's it's, like eating a pine needle kind of with a different flavor (laughs) yeah yes yes it's just the worst texture and so then what you do is you just coarsely grind the um the toasted fennel seed um so that it looks kind of like cracked pepper but you know big cracked pepper and then you add some flaky salt to it you know uh maybe one to one maybe um um two parts fennel seed to three parts salt something like that and you just use that as your, your sprinkle, and you sprinkle a little of that on the watermelon, too. And it's absolutely divine. It is so delicious. I, yeah. I am we, grateful that we did that event so that we learned that. Yeah, it was it was such a revelation because, I mean, I'm an old dog, and you're just not going to teach me a lot of new tricks, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, um, and I was, I, I, I rarely am, am just, you know, amazed, at, especially it's just so simple. And it's so delicious. So 
It's oh, so delicious. Bothering. You know, I'm thinking that it would be good on any melon. I, I would think it would be good on cantaloupe or honeydew also or any of the melons. I mean, oh, yeah, I never I, thought to try that. I think that watermelon has uh, the, one of the things that it has over a lot of other kinds of melon is the, 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 the crisp. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The texture is yeah. so, uh, so different than any of the other melons. And that makes yeah. it... Um, I don't know. It just makes it better. The word you're looking for. I think it might be better. (laughs) Yeah. I think that might be the word. Uh (laughs) Anyway, I do really love it. I love that. Marianne, tell them what kind of watermelon to get. With seeds, please do not buy those silly um, uh, lab experiments that are (laughs) seedless watermelons. (laughs) That is a hybrid that was, uh, the the reason for it was perfectly justifiable and the results are perfectly unacceptable so get yeah, uh yeah. you and and clearly somebody somewhere along the line realized that because for a long time you couldn't find watermelons with seeds in them but now they're everywhere so uh get watermelons with seeds would you and plus you can't have a seed yeah. spitting contest without a seed so. yeah yeah See, well, you and your dog. Yeah, right. I'm, what am I thinking? There's no contest of any kind these days. And, and and we are coming to you from our separate homes. As much as I would like to be in the same room with Linda, we are um, each in our own homes Jeremy. and talking to each other on the phone and talking to you um, via the radio as a result. So um, just like all the... I know. That's right. (laughs) And thank heaven for that. Go ahead. Yeah, in the middle of this pandemic, I think that my oven and stove might be doing the death knell, thrashing around before it dies. I know I made some. I know I made some sticky buns for a neighbor for um, a belated graduation sort of party. She was just having like you know three family members over for her um, son who was graduating. And they just turned out crunchy, which is really not a texture that you want sticky no. buns to be. But, um, you know, also in this pandemic, we don't have as many groceries as we normally would. And I just didn't have the stuff to make another batch. And so I'm like, <laughs> here they are, <laughs> you know, crunch, crunch. <laughs> and I felt really bad because, you know, you want them when you're kind of honoring somebody, you want them not to be awful I know and I'm sure that they weren't awful but they just weren't the right texture although you know the first thing I thought when you were saying that is well just squish them and call them palmiers (laughs) 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 because they should be crunchy where were you when I needed you (laughs) I'm sure they were delicious yeah right and then I have another friend who um in a moment of inattention took a header down the cathedral cathedral tree uh trail stairs and so she's kind of laid up and so i was trying to make some you know stuffed cells you know the stuffed italian cells but again my oven at that time it was just like super slow and weird and and so you know i gave them to her (laughs) here you go she took them (laughs) with her one good arm and (laughs) and then i just you know we had them too and they just weren't right and so so then you know she's texting me and she's like oh thanks um, yeah, we have lots for leftovers. And- <laughs> oh, no. Isn't it oh, awful? So, it's awful. Yeah, I don't- so get get a stove. Yeah, you know, I know. But I sure hand don't the go delivery guy a mask. Well, yeah, that's true. 
but but you can't. I mean, uh, major appliances are something that you could research online and find accurate information, and then order through somebody around yeah. here. Yeah. You, you could. You know what my problem is is um, the ones that that I like are also needlessly expensive because. Um, they can hack, you can hack into the Pentagon on them, you know, know. they have the Bluetooth and all this stuff that I don't want. I don't need to communicate with my oven when I'm on the road. I (laughs) don't need to, and I don't want to pay for the ability to do that. You know, can't you, Um, Oh, you've got to, you've got to do some research. You have time. (laughs) No, I have. You can't get it without it. You can't get it without it. They don't have the option. So tell me what, what kind of stove that is. I want to know. Uh, I am sorry, but I don't remember. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm so sorry that I don't remember. It's just, it wasn't something I saved because it's another one of those I don't want. Yeah. Because I just, I yeah. just don't want all that stuff. Usually the ones that I really want are uh, gas and I don't have gas. And you oh, yeah, yeah. We don't have gas out here. here. I know I, I, I'm over that. I mean, I've, I've resigned myself to that. I know that that is a limiting factor. But you know what? I mean, what are the chances that I get older that I'm going to butt down my oven and start it up when I'm in Barbados? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, just, right. I, don't wanna, I don't want that possibility. I don't want to yeah. accidentally burn my house down because pretty much that's the only thing that hasn't happened so far. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> don't know. Don't talk about it. You know, yeah, yeah. just don't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, you know, that it, it, it's discouraging that your um, stove is in its death throes, and it's yeah. discouraging yeah. that you haven't found exactly what you want yet, but it's pretty exciting that you might have a new stove at some point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's very exciting. And my stove is only 10 years old. And I have really hated it since the day I picked it out. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. And I don't mean the whole brand. I like the brand. But uh, this particular model was just turned out not to be um, the stove of my dreams. And I keep trying to decide when it uh, when have I had it long enough to justify either I need to run into somebody who needs a stove for free and then it's still in use and I I can then it would be okay or um, it has to die a natural death and I'm pretty old so I'm thinking it's a a race to see which one of us is gonna die first (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah the perfect stove I miss my uh, restaurant stove I do yeah yeah. Hey, I. You know what uh, I miss is a restaurant sink. Oh, I have one. With, and yeah. With a big you, old sprayer. Yes. Oh, yeah, the big sprayer. I don't have a big sprayer. I have a yeah, little sprayer, yeah. but I have the yeah. stainless steel sink with the big drain boards on either side, all one piece. And I love yeah. that so much. Yeah. Um, I uh, j- just got one of my new um, cooking magazines. And uh, oh, yeah? there was something in it that was really interesting to me. And I'm going to try it, but I'm going to see if you've ever tried it. Uh, they were talking about making um, risotto, which I've been thinking about lately because I love risotto with asparagus in it. And there's a ton oh, yeah. of the asparagus everywhere now. Um, but they were talking about making fresh uh, corn risotto and complaining about the fact that it never really tastes like uh, uber corny if you're not actually chewing down on a kernel of corn and okay. um and s- 
what they came up with was making a corn puree, which sounds like a useful thing to make, uh, to use yeah. in everything, like chowder and everything. And th- what they did was take, uh, take all of the um, kernels off the corn, off the cobs, and then scrape the cobs so that you get all that milk out of it, mm-hmm. and add. Um, some kernels to the milk, put everything in a blender, blend it up until it's really um, like puree consistency and add um, hot water, some hot water to it to get it pretty soupy and then um, strain it and cook it down until it is, um, until, you know, you can do the ribbon on the back of the spoon. It, it, you know, it doesn't, it's thick. Yeah. And then they used That sounds like it would work. Yes, they were saying that that and then they used that along with fresh off the cob corn to uh, make their risotto and said also the the side benefit they were just looking for a really fresh corn taste that wasn't too mild. Um mm-hmm. but the side benefit was that it made the risotto even silkier and more wonderful. So I am I'm try it. I think that sounds great. Yeah. Are we're, are we starting to get corn? I haven't been to the store for a long time. <laughs> no, I know. You know, I missed, I missed blueberries. I missed, um, uh, you know, just when blueberries were, yes. you know, super cheap and giant in the store because I wasn't going to the store and looking for stuff. I'm just, you know, yep. ordering online and getting what I normally get and forgetting about all the new stuff. Yep. I know. It's very, uh, what a thing to miss, huh? Blueberries. KMUN is going to fire me. My, uh, my, um, uh, lately, all, all, my, all the shows are Linda going, boo-hoo. <laughs> hey, I just feel like we are the representatives of all of the people who listen and that we will be your designated whiners. And, yes, yes, and you don't yes. have to bother because we know you're busy. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I forgot some baking soda and a batch of cookies I made, so those were super crunchy. <laughs> Well, you know that I ask myself that that daily, but I, uh, I, I'm also completely, I'm just constantly appalled by the fact that with all this extra time, I cannot seem to do anything perfectly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. I'm, you know, I'm always forgetting an ingredient. I'm doing what I would tell people in my class to never do, which is to just launch into a recipe without reading it and then getting halfway through and going, oh, I wonder what I'll substitute for that key ingredient. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any rhubarb for the rhubarb pie. (laughs) Rats. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm saying celery and food coloring. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We call rhubarb pie celery. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, well, and the thing about when I was making those cookies is I was patting myself on the back because, I mean, for those of you who have a stand mixer, they are wonderful. But the one thing that is kind of a pain about them is when they fling the flour everywhere, you yes. know? And so um, I I was, you know, sometimes I do this thing, but, but just with this batch of cookies, I was just consciously thinking I'm going to do this thing. And that is, I have the kind of stand mixer where the um, the bowl goes up and down. Yes. And so rather than, uh, I hook the bowl onto the thing, but rather than um, slinging it up like you normally do, I left it down and I started my, my beater blade and then I just slowly raised the bowl. So it was just mixing up like an eighth of the flour to start with. And then it went down, down, down. And so it didn't fling it everywhere. And I'm all like, oh, I'm a super genius. And you then are. When, I know. And then when I was mixing um, 
uh, the wet ingredients and uh, what ingredients and what uh, sugar, I don't even remember. But instead of letting it fling the wet stuff everywhere, um, I just mixed it up. Like, you know, I just moved the paddle around in it, you know, maybe like five swirlies before I hooked the bowl up to the machine and the paddle up to the machine and then hooked it up um, just to get it a little bit mixed up. And then it didn't fling stuff everywhere. And so the whole time I'm thinking, I'm a double super genius, but I left the baking soda out. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, shoot. So, so what kind of cookies? They were flat, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, they're supposed to be kind of sandy, you know, so oh, yeah, nice. tender cookies. Not tender like like um, cakey, but just tender, and they turned out to be not tender. Oh, shoot. Yay. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know. What um, you been cooking? Well, um, I wish I could say something fabulous i mean i made a bunch of stuff but it's all stuff we've talked about before trying to think yeah. of new things to do with chicken and um yeah <laughs> and i've made you know a couple of pasta things and um one thing i uh found a recipe for a long time ago i'm gonna think of the book it's in i can't remember um i'll look it up while we're talking because i'm at home <laughs> and I can do that. Anyway, yeah. it is a corn uh, casserole, like a, a corn gratin with fresh sliced uh, heirloom tomatoes in it. And it is so, oh, that sounds so, really good. so good. And I did, I found it by, you know, Eat Your Books. We talk about Eat Your Books all yep. the time, but it's this free website where you it can um, enter in all your cookbooks and then it it has your library digital so that you can just type in an ingredient and uh, it will tell you all the cookbooks you own that have a recipe using that ingredient. Um, so awesome. Uh, it is so awesome and I use it just all the time. Um, so, oh, food, where are you? Anyway, <laughs> uh, this uh, corn casserole, which I have made before with uh, frozen corn, but I'm really excited to get my hands on some fresh corn because I know it will take it to the, um, you know, n way next level. There's, I mean, frozen corn is good, like frozen peas, right? I think, think yeah. of them as well, both being just fine frozen. Acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but the thing is that both tomatoes and corn are so exceptional when they're in season and fresh. Yes. And if those are the two main ingredients. Then you, um, Yeah. So yeah. uh, I found this recipe in um, the uh, one of those best of gourmet hardbound end of the year from 2007 oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. because I saved them because they're full of good uh, recipes. But anyway, this is basically um, sliced tomatoes and uh, fresh off the cob corn and uh, milk or half and half or heavy cream or whatever dairy you have like that and breadcrumbs mm -hmm. and fresh basil, some Parmesan and um, it's just the casserole. You bake it in the oven. It comes out looking gorgeous but the tomatoes are sliced in the bottom so you don't you know they're like the luscious surprise when you finally find this on your plate <laughs> it sounds really good it's so good it's so good but it's and you know we're coming up on corn season and like mm -hmm. watermelon which i know we have talked about recently on food talk um it's just hard to beat it 
just the way it is, you know, I mean, yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of fabulous things we can do with corn and corn salsa in the summer is heavenly, but, yeah. um, but it's also really hard to just beat uh, steamed corn with salt and butter and, um, you know, eat it in the backyard where you can let everything drip onto the log. <laughs> with a big spoon. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so, um, so that's what I'm looking forward to is uh, fresh corn. Yay. I know. And despair. Any... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh. Do you have any books by Diana Kennedy? I Book don't. Books? You okay. probably have all of hers, huh? Um, I have some of them. I was just thinking when I knew I was going to ask you that question, if I could remember titles, but well, <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> but um, uh, she's just a, a um, cooks, you know, writes Mexican cookbooks. But, she's um, brilliant. I, she, I, I found the internet. She's turning 97. Isn't that? What? Something? Yeah. That doesn't was, even seem really... possible. Ah, yeah. And she's still cooking. Wow. Um, I, I'm just looking really quick because, um, um, I, I'm looking up, uh, looking for titles by Diana Kennedy, but I, I wonder if you have a favorite thing, like no. a favorite one of and, her and recipes. And you know what? Um, um, I am not a good Mexican cook at all. And if you look at my ridiculous collection of cookbooks, I have at least 50 Asian cookbooks and I have, I have. 35 French books and I bet I have eight Mexican books. Yeah. And it's, it's that, that there's good Mexican food that I can go buy and, and I, I don't have to buy all those ingredients and I can't make it that good anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, go to well, a, I go to a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm all for going to a restaurant. I wouldn't argue with you there. <laughs> uh, I think it's always appropriate. <laughs> Unfortunately, not anymore, but, um, yeah, yeah. uh, I think I, I, I'm just surprised because I happen to have uh, flank steak marinating in the fridge right now and we're having fajitas oh. for dinner. So I'm like, why wouldn't you just make fajitas? They're so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, the sauces are so complex and, yes. and time consuming and they require knowledge that I don't have. And then I, I just get lazy and I go out. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I, I don't, I have never tried to make, um, any of the what we think of as the Spanish mother sauces, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I do really like. Uh, I have a really good recipe for chili verde, and I love that sauce on a variety of things. Like I would make that sauce and just marinate some chicken in it. Uh, yeah, I think it's that's just one good. of my favorites. Yeah, the green sauce. Yeah, so absolutely. Well, um, so you're getting CSA shares now that we're into garden. Um, and and it's a big surprise every week, isn't it? Yeah. In what whatever. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. So we should remind our listeners that they're listening to Coast Community Radio. Oh, we should. Oh, yeah. we're late telling them that. And that food talk is a co-production of Coast Community Radio and North Coast Food Web. Um, I'm Marianne Myers. I'm here with. I'm not actually here, but I'm. <laughs> I am. Vis I'm talking with uh, Linda Perkins, as I always get to do on Food Talk, and we are coming to you from our separate but equal homes <laughs> via <Yay>! phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So uh, I've yeah. transplanted a ton of stuff out of my greenhouse into my garden, and we're going to have veg. Really? In fact, I'm e I'm eating some veg now because as I thin um, the leafy greens, 
Uh, uh-huh. I'm calling them microgreens, and uh, <laughs> and I'm just washing them and putting them in the salad. So, <laughs> right on. Yeah. Well, and I've been making um, more salads. Um, I, I I was on a coleslaw kick for a while, and that's good. But how much coleslaw can you eat? And so now, what I've been doing is um, not really wilted salads. There's a salad that my grandma used to make where you um, have. Uh, bacon and you use the bacon grease with vinegar and sugar to make a dressing yeah and you get it all hot in the pan and then you put the spinach in the pan and you totally wilt it and you put some hard boiled eggs in there yes and she said it was like the only salad that her husband would eat and she called it the man salad (laughs) but um (laughs) but but what I'm doing is I'm making salads and I'm just like like making um a warm vinaigrette and putting it on there so it's not like totally wilting the salad does that make sense yes Yes. And I've been using a lot of arugula too because I just I love arugula. I do too. <sighs> I'm growing arugula. I completely love it. And my grandmother used to make that salad too, but it was wilted lettuce, and she just used uh, like a bib lettuce out of the garden, like a leaf lettuce, um, more yeah. like a Boston bib or something. Um, yeah. And I, even as a little kid, I loved that salad so much. Yeah. And it was yeah. like your grandmother; she just threw the greens in the pan when everything in the, else in the pan was ready, and um, and so it was really like a side veg more than a, a salad. But it was so yeah. good, so good. Yeah. Well, oh, we have uh, that in common. Oh, oh, let's have oh. that. <laughs> My spinach is a long ways from being ready to do anything with, but I have yeah. um, winter and summer squash coming up and a couple of kinds of onions and some, uh, I've never grown shell beans before. I have regular green okay. beans coming on, but I, I planted uh, red kidney beans and, um, and something called flagrano beans. wonder what they are. I don't know, but it was enough that the name was fabulous for me to order the seed and they are and they are shelling beans so i can okay. um you know save them over winter so i'm okay, kind of be interesting yeah i know i think i'm kind of excited about it i went into uh firing up the whole gardening thing reluctantly because i i I think I've even read, I've written more than one food column about my unwillingness to uh, fish, hunt, grow, any of that. I will cook, I will clean and cook, but I'm not going to. Well, you kind of, I mean, you've done your lifetime's allotment of it. Well, as it turns out, no. (laughs) (laughs) Because here we are, you know, here we are in this day and the the age of Corona and, um, yeah. And I don't go to the store all the time. And one of the things that I really miss about that is the uh, uh, the kinds of veg that don't last for a month. So, yeah. you know, the yeah. leafy greens, the braising greens, um, all of that kind of the fresh green yeah. beans, the fresh peas, all of that. You, you, I need to grow them if I want to have them whenever I want to have them. So, yeah. so I am. Yeah, I've been mowing on snap peas. They're oh. really good this year. Yeah. Have you seen the purple ones? No, I didn't even know they existed. They're uh, actually, I saw at the co-op, I ordered some and and got a pint box of them and there were uh, yellow, purple, and green. 
And they're, oh my gosh! And they're so delicious. I wish that yeah. I I wish that they would last long enough to get into something, but they don't because I just eat them like it's like yeah. buying a pint of strawberries. You know what? what yeah, are, no, it's <laughs> it's the first thing that I eat out of the CSA. I'm like, woohoo, snappies! <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm gonna carry the box up into the house. That's right. Don't tell anybody you got those. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah, yeah they're so good. So oh, oh good. Well, yeah. We had a bit of excitement at the house. What happened? We have well, one minute. So, tell me. Really? Yeah, we only oh, have a minute because oh, we've no. just been yakking our heads off. So tell me what oh, happened. No. Oh, no. Well, um, I was talking to uh, uh, a friend of mine on the phone, and I was, you know, just prepping stuff for cooking at the same time. You know, I was, I was making pizza, and then he called. And so then um, I was getting the mozzarella cheese ready, and I had it in a big old... Um, you know, like a five pound bag. Cause I bought that when I knew that we were going to be locked down and I had to hang up on him cause I was screaming so loud. <laughs> there was a spider in the bottom oh of the my bag. God. Oh my God. <laughs> and so he's calling back and I'm not answering. And I finally did. And he's like, why did you hang up with me? I'm like, cause I was screaming <laughs> on that note. So, we have to say goodbye yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to so you. Nice and to spider. To you. Thank you. Linda. Okay, bye. Bye.